You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey guys, what's up? kind of a, an impromptu T-Formation conversation. I used to try and go Friday nights. Uh, real life got in the way. got tied up with some stuff. Uh, but uh, I had to come in here because we did not have a Bears-Broncos preview this week. Dr. Mason West is under the weather, so he missed his usual Thursday spot. I'm like, man, I got to get up here. Um, like I said, last-minute thing. So I'm like, what can I do? I'm going to reach out to my guy, Dave Scarborough. Coach Dave, Papa Scarbs on Twitter. You guys have heard him on my show uh, before. Um, he's a, a guest. Every every year I bring him on a three or four times this season. Just kind of pick his brain. Uh, Dave, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, Lester. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's so different because when I talk to you in this, you know, you have a different well, – Let me, uh, let me it's different because Because we, we talk daily about the Bears. Like, you're my guy. We talk all the time. I've known you since high school. Um, for those of you guys who don't know Coach Dave, he has coached uh, youth slash high school football for 20-plus years. Um, you know, he, he knows his stuff. You know, if I have a question about X's and O's, I usually go to him. Um, I, I try and know what I can when I, when I can, but if I don't, man, you got to have a guy and this is my guy. So Dave, welcome to the show again. Thanks Lester. I always enjoy talking football with you. You know, you're my go-to guy. I always call you and be like, Lester, you're my vent. You're my vent guy. It's hard because the bears suck right now, man. What the hell are we doing here? Like this is, uh, it's, it's so challenging to, to remain. Like, you know, I do bear and balance with JB. We try and keep it even keel. Love JB. What the hell is going on with this damn team? It's just tough. I've done the the, uh, the post-game show a couple times, and it's just, like, very challenging, very challenging. So, just real quick, I haven't talked in a while on air anyway. I, I want to get in a little quick the Justin Fields, the Luke Gassi, okay. the offensive sure. stuff. You know, we'll get in the Bears-Broncos preview in a minute, but you know, sure. these two teams suck. Both mm-hmm. 0-3, struggling. We'll get into that. I want to ask your take. So you had a chance to watch a lot of the, the Jenkins breakdowns, Kurt Warner's breakdown. I mean, JTL Sullivan, everybody's got a thought on Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, the cop. Oh, okay. Yeah. The common denominator that I've noticed by all the guys speaking was that this does not all fall on Justin Fields and it does not all fall on Luke Getzey. And from my take that I've been watching that's what I see also I think that there's things that Justin is struggling with and then there's things that we're not doing to help him in the scheme of things you know we're not being very sophisticated but then you then again we go back to the Jenkins thing we were watching and I I think I told you this before he even made the video about the whole sale concept thing I'm like, man, and it's not only week one, he's missed it a few times. You know what I mean? And, and I'm, t- I, I, I was telling you, I'm like, man, this is a, this is a staple high school. Like that's a high school concept. And I'm not dogging. I'm not trying to dog on Justin Fields and pile on. I'm just saying that when you're in the NFL, you, you can't, 
I, I guarantee you this. We were going to talk about Russell Wilson a little bit too. Russell Wilson's not missing that concept. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? And an experienced quarterback's not going to miss that concept. And I'm not sure what Getsy can do because I, I think this is my personal opinion. I think that he's trying to simplify the offense. And in simplifying it, he's making it easier to defend, which is a compound issue, as you know. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, like you said, I think he is trying to make things a little simpler. Um, he's trying to cut down some of the reads. The one thing I want to see him do is, and I've talked about it you know, a lot, you know, ad nauseum, so much stuff, is, is we are not seeing some of the stuff that we saw last year. Yeah, they only won three games a season ago. But where is some of the some of the outside zone bootleg concepts that we saw so so prevalent in this style of offense? Now look, Getsy never worked with Shanahan specifically, but he's been schooled in that style of offense because of his time with Lafleur. He has some time with West Coast concepts with with Mike McCarthy. Um, he he did some run pass option stuff, you know, back in his college days too when he was the OC uh, there. So, but we're not seeing it. If you had to say what is Luke Getsy's identity as an offensive play caller this season? What would you call it, uh, Lester? And I'm not PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not being funny. I. I mean, it. It's. It, it's. Bl- it's basic bland. Like he's. There's nothing off of. There. It, it's. It's incoherent. Incoherent. I would say is because you. It, it makes no sense. You know this as a play caller and as someone who's coached too that. Like you said, the the whole Shanahan quote system is based off the outside zone stretch, you know, boot away, action passes. You know, we haven't seen much of that. I did notice early, I forgot the game that it was, where they did try to do a little boot action, but the defense knew exactly what it was. So I don't know if it was obvious that they were doing it. And, you know, teams, you know, we talk about this, there's an old saying that like everyone's good the first time they go around the NFL. And then the second time, once people get film on you and figure out who you are, you know, defense, the defensive coordinators in this league are good. They get paid, you know, big money to, to make these adjustments and understand their get in the mind of the offensive coordinator and understand what he's trying to do. So, you know, you're kind of playing a chess game and, as of right now, we're not doing a good job countering or having something we can hang our hat on that we believe in to be able to build off of. I like to use the chess game analogy, which is it's true. It's like offense does this, defense does this. Offense does this, defense does this. What I'm not seeing, though, I'm not seeing Luke Etsy's first move. I'm not seeing him try <laughs> to dictate. I'm seeing him reacting. It's like he's almost yeah. playing passively where it's like, yeah. you know what? We like I said last year was a terrible record, but there was a stretch there where things were clicking. Why doesn't Luke Getzey try and do that? Make a defense stop you. You know what? I understand there's some problems with the O line, but you know, let them get downhill, let them run the ball. Khalil Herbert, man, this isn't the same Khalil Herbert we saw last year. Roshan Johnson, he, he looks good, and then even got Deonta Foreman, who's you know has been act- inactive the last couple of weeks. But you know they have enough running backs where they can mm-hmm. pummel. A defensive line and then work off that and that's not what's happening with Luke Etsy. his offense has been uh very bland very basic so how much is that Justin Fields in, in regression how much is that Justin Fields is in his head being overcoached which we heard him allude to 
Mm-hmm. Or is it a combination of everything? I think um, this is my kind of take on it is the Bears in every scenario are in like a catch-22 kind of thing. Because Justin Fields' biggest strength is that he's a good – dude, he's elite throwing the ball deep. I, I don't care. I will die on the hill. and I will, He's an elite deep ball thrower. But the, uh, the offensive coordinator does not trust the offensive line enough to call deep shot plays and that things way, that make – Yeah, that to me, that's one of the biggest – Things is they can't even give this kid his strength play because they can't protect it. And now I think that has a lot to do with injury and people can dog him for not, you know, going out and overspending for some of these offensive linemen that were available. But I like what they I, I like what they're doing. I just think they're beat up. First of all, they weren't world beaters on the offensive line. And then you add the massive injuries they've had on the interior where they weren't strong anyway. I mean, it's a catch-22 because Justin's strength is the deep ball, stretching the defense vertically, and then he can stretch the defense by being able to take off and run. So, you you know, it, it puts the defense a lot of pressure. I think they're just in a box right now and be honest, you know, it's very hard to get out of that box when you're in that catch-22 situation. Yeah, the numbers dictate his, his rookie year, as much as we didn't like what Nagy was doing here, we all knew Nagy was just a, a, a lame duck waiting to go. Dink. You yeah, know, dink we did see the, the default numbers showed that's something he thrived at. I think he was top five in all the deep default analytics his, his rookie year. Um, and then, you know, we saw a little bit of that last year, just not as much. And yeah, part of it's the pass pro. And, you know, like we talk all the time, pass protection is ultimately the quarterback's responsibility. He's missing some blitz stuff. You know, maybe First he's rule. not shifting things. Maybe he's not shifting the, the line properly. I know it's not his call initially, but at the end of the day, before that ball is snapped, he's got to get his guy set. And one thing me and you've talked about quite a bit is why don't the Bears ever take, if they're in a shotgun, take, hey, Cleo Herbert, <laughs> you're, you're, you're here to my left. But I know there's a few that are coming to the right. Let me move you pre-snap. We don't see this happening. Is it because Justin Fields maybe is not comfortable in the offense? I mean, I can't imagine if after playing, you know, three years in, that's not something he's allowed to do. You know, Lester, this comes happening? down. This this comes down to just offensive preference. I mean, I don't get it either. You saw who's the one quarterback we saw. The one quarterback like put his guy up in the B gap. <laughs> oh, that was uh, the, the yeah the prime time game. It was uh, Matt Stafford. He's like, yeah, this yeah, is, he puts this guy the, yeah, yeah, puts him in the B gap. I don't care, you know. And I don't, I don't get it either. It's are you trying to keep a run pass? Like, you know, hey, we don't want to tip off what we're doing. Dude, you're passing. Who cares? You know, uh, you know, it's not like you're a surprise. Like, hey, you know, it's taking that big of a surprise away. I, I don't get it. I, I think it's just a preference thing for for offenses. I don't know. I don't know why guys won't do that. You know, we were watching uh, one clip we were talking about earlier where where the kid uh, they motioned the tight end and no one went with him, so it gave the defense a numbers advantage and it was a blitz right off the edge. He's got to recognize stuff like that. And I, I don't – that's the stuff I put on him because, we, you know, and I talked about it. They had a hot route. You know, a lot of people think a hot is only a slant or a hitch or something. A hot route is a quick out. He had a quick out right into that pressure, and he just was oblivious of the numbers it looked like on the line. 
Yeah, it was the uh, the last sack they gave up against the Chiefs. I broke it down. Uh, I, I called you about that one because I was I was wondering about the yeah. design myself and wondering why he wasn't making that play. And like you said, a lot it's of people a, see a, a lot of people see a hot, and it's it's uh some of that's on the receiver, right? Sometimes he has yeah. an option route, but sometimes right. not every play has an option built in. So if the blitz is coming and you have the like you said the, the speed out was there, the receiver probably thought it's fine. The coach probably thought that's fine. But it wasn't thrown in, so that's that's a that's a Justin Fields issue, and and you know I I still have hope that I think he can come out of this. It's just yeah. hard to bet against him, man. You know after after what he yeah. went through Ohio State, seeing what he did there, you know seeing him kind of overcome a lot of adversity uh, with some stuff that's happened. You know the first couple years of his career, it, it's it's painful seeing him a shell of the guy that we think he's supposed to be. You know, Lester, I, we talked about this a little this week in our personal conversation. The to me, it comes down to I don't think, and I've been, you know, I've been a Bear fan going back to Avellini, you know, really. really. You're and, dating yourself, you know, man. Going, going back, man. That's when I first started watching the Bears. I was a little kid, seven years old. But to me, our organization has never had a guy, or you know, we've always been. We even went to 85 Bears and it was the peak of the organization. They were a good offensive football team, like a solid, you know, high, you know, mid to high level offense. But it was a different game back then. The the Bears have never had a coordinator or a quarterback coach that understood the modern passing game. It's like we're still stuck in the stone age of, oh, we play great defense, we run the ball, and that's 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 good. That's solid football, but that is not how you're going to win in the NFL nowadays. And I get into discussions with my brother and his friends. You know, he, my brother played linebacker in college, and he's kind of he's a smart guy, but he's a meatball like on that where he's he would be a defensive head coach. You know what I mean? And and they don't they're like, oh, it's soft if you're throwing the ball all over the place. And I'm like, well, it's kind of the game now, guys. And we get into that discussion, and I, I just don't see the Bears getting into the modern NFL. We've never had anyone like that. And I love, you know, I loved the hire of Eberflus, but I'm starting to trend in. Yeah, Nagy was a, was a clown. We'll admit that. But that's who you need. You need some kind of guy who has a concept in a base in offensive football. That's just the modern NFL now. It's not a defensive league. Yeah, that's a uh, that's definitely a conversation we've had several times, you know, on our personal stuff. That's a a wider organization conversation. So I'm going to take a really quick break for the podcast side of things, and let's let's get into the actual there's a game tomorrow. So let's get into that game sure. right after the break. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is you know the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. 
Real Traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my friend, we are back. I'm with Coach Dave Scarborough. Uh, he's one of my longest uh, friends. I've known him since high school. Uh, he's coached the youth and high school level for, uh, you know, 20-plus years. Coach with uh, former Bear, Glenn Kozlowski. You're on, what, three different high school staffs with him or two? Yeah, that that's my mentor, big big mentor guy, him. And uh, he's in that Harbaugh, Dicka yes. school, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old school. So you got to, like, kind of fight some of those meatball instincts. To get more oh, money, yeah. but 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 Kazo, Kazo's BYU man, that was like throwing all over the place. That's, yeah, yeah. That that eighty four, he was on the eighty four BYU national champions. I know you know that, but and and the modern West Coast offense. Um, Bill Walsh used to come. Bill Walsh used to come to the spring practices for BYU, and actually their offenses were identical except for the terminology. Okay. All right, let's jump into this quick thing. Uh, I always talk about the injury report because the, the the injury designations come out on Friday afternoon. Um, you know, the Bears, besides what we're going to talk about really quick here, they put uh, Josh Blackwell, their backup nickelback, on IR. So he is gone for a minimum of four games with a hamstring injury. But also ruled out for the Bears uh, cornerback, Jalen Johnson. Safety, Eddie Jackson, both ruled out. Travis Homer, uh, backup running back, yeah. he is uh, questionable with a uh, ankle injury. He's limited, though. Um, I think he may give it a go. If not, though, like we talked about, they got Deontay Foreman uh, as their number three back they can kind of bring in here. So the Bears are missing, of course, Kyler Gordon um, starting nickel, <sighs> backup nickel. So Greg Stroman's going to start at nickel. Um, we're also talking about Elijah Hicks now is going to be starting in at safety next to uh, Jaquan Brisker, who has had some injury issues himself. And then at cornerback, we got rookie Tyreek Stevenson and the other rookie Terrell Smith on the other side now. So Russell Wilson is a vet man. I know a lot of fans in around the NFL want to knock him or Russ is cooked, you know, but he's still a veteran. Um, His skills have not diminished that much. He was in a bad situation with the Broncos last year. Now he's got Sean Payton, offensive genius, offensive guru. The Broncos are winless, but Wilson has not looked that bad this year. How will a veteran like Russell Wilson attack the Chicago secondary, especially if there is no pass rush? I, you hit it right on the head. That's the first thing I was going to say to you. The Bears are a coverage oriented defense, as we see as the stats have played out. And they're look, we it's it's what it is. We don't have a pass rush. And whenever you give a a veteran quarterback the time that Russell's going to have, I guarantee you they're not gonna and they're they're not gonna get a pass rush in this game, in my opinion, if I had to handicap it. And you give that guy enough time. We're talking about 
in zone defenses, your defense when you're playing in zone defense is getting pressure on the quarterback, getting him off his spot, not making him comfortable. If he knows what you're in and he has time, if he doesn't know what you're in and you give him enough time, a veteran quarterback like Russell Wilson has seen it all. You know what I mean? He, you're not you're not fooling him with nothing. And if he has time to sit back there and diagnose what you're doing, it's literally it's literally like a seven on seven drill for anyone who's familiar with that. It's just a, it's a drill where you just don't have any Russians, just receivers on defensive backs. Yeah, and it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. I'm afraid that, uh, like you said, that the pass rushers are prim. But but I, I did a Broncos show earlier this week, so I was talking to the guy who obviously covers Denver, and now mm-hmm. he, he's a little nervous about this game because he says their defense sucks so bad. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, so, which yeah. is true. But this is yeah. what he said about their O line: they give up a lot of interior pressure. Their guards mm. and their center have not been playing very good inside. Um, I know they got mm-hmm. Christian Berry, uh, who was on the on the uh, injury report earlier this week, but he, he's been fine. Um, but they got some issues up front. The Bears have not had much of a pass rush, but maybe this is the Andrew Billings breakout game. You know, he, he has been one of the Bears' bright spots as far as getting a push. He just can't get home because it's not not his game. But if you get in Russell Wilson's face enough, you get him off the spot enough, you don't let him sit, well, like you said. You know, then he's mobile and he's pretty good mobile too. He is mobile, but then <laughs> maybe now that there's an actual yeah. push at the pocket, maybe Yannick Ngakwe yeah. can get home. Maybe yeah. Dominic Robinson can do something for the first Dude, time since last year's Week One. It would be nice to see. I I am waiting for one of the young guys to pop inside. I'm waiting on Dexter, Dexter or 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 Pickett. One of those guys has to pop for this team to start to get in the ballpark of of a pass rush because you know this Lester in the in the in the system that that coach Eberflus runs the 4-3 coverage based um defense that he runs the engine of that thing is the 3 technique and if your 3 technique if your 3 tech is not going and Billings is a 1 tech so he's he's more of a block eater and more you know, more in the run game, but I'm someone, someone has to, I'm sorry. I get passionate about this part. Someone has to step up. Someone's got to be that three technique where they're like, Hey, we got to worry about this. We got to slide the protection to that side. And that'll open up your one-on-ones because Ngakwe is a, is a, he's a good pro. So he's good and solid. So he, he, he if you get him one-on-one, he'll get pressure but yeah. the whole thing to me is we've not had that interior push in the pocket. And that's, you know, and like you said, Billings has been the best one of it, but that's not his calling card or what he's known for in the NFL. We need, they drafted those kids in the middle because they need that interior pass rush. And that's what's been missing in my opinion. I'm glad you mentioned Javon Dexter. Cause you know, when you go back and watch the all 22 with him, you know, he, he pops, you know, he, his, yes, his, he he's does. a physical dude. He's big and strong. You know, his technique's mm-hmm. a little sloppy at times. He gets a little high at times, which is yep. common from a, from a young, a young, a young Rookie. tackle. Rookie. But he's a guy I believe that will eventually click and come around. He's got to work on a counter right now. He's got the bull rush. Obviously he's, you know, he's yeah. a strong dude. I mean, him and Billings both got that bull rush. That's why I, I said, maybe this is the week when you got Billings and you got Dexter making that push. You know, J- Justin Jones, the guy they signed last year to be the three tech, and he, he disappointed last year. Um, he was their best 
D lineman a year ago, but that's a really low low bar when you got, you know, I can't remember those guys they had last year, but this year not really that much. That guy's been horrendous in the run game too, man. Like he he's not a good run defender, he's and I don't get it. Washed out, he's not. He's I don't not, get uh, it. Yeah. At this point, I don't get it. You're you're what we're zero and zero and three, whatever, dude. Play the young guys. Let's get get them reps. I mean, we're just no. I mean, I understand the Billings thing. You know, you he he's going to help you on early downs in passing downs. Hey J- Jones, come sit on the bench with me and and let let these let's see what these young guys can develop because at some point, you know, if you're not really playing super high level, what's the point of keeping a less a more talented guy on the sidelines? You're not giving much more than he would give you, yeah. if you get what I'm saying by your experience or whatever. Yeah, the, the the other the other free agent the Bears got this year, of course, to Marcus Walker, defensive end, but who has got the size and the ability to kick inside the tackle? We've seen that this year, <laughs> but like he hasn't him. flashed either. You know, he, he he's a he's an effort player. Mm-hmm. Uh, the right. problem is, is the effort's not getting home this year. I mean, but you, right. like, you see him do some things, but he's just not he's just not making plays, which is something you could talk about for the whole the whole defense as a whole. Is yeah, that's yeah, missing you know, in action. Yeah, it's 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 rough. It's brutal. Um, but you know, maybe this is their get right game. You know, we we hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, this is the Broncos' get right game." Yeah, maybe it's the maybe it's the Bears' get right game on defense. Maybe maybe some of those interior guys get the push. Maybe Ngakwe can get stuff. A lot of maybe's, a lot of ifs. As Bears fans, that's all we got to go on right now. But you know, it, it's tough, especially with a veteran. But let's flip to the other side here. So okay. we talked a little bit about earlier about how what the Bears got to do on offense. You know, mm. I think it's safe to say if they do what they've done the last three weeks, it ain't going to click. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Right. And, and like like you, well, we both have talked huh. about more boots, more rolls. You know, cut the field in half, make the game easier. We saw fields run more last week. You know, I want to see more of that this week. Yeah, and um, the this is, this is bad on bad, so this is going to be pretty interesting to watch. Uh, you know, the Broncos – you know, gave up the 70 points last week. And, you know, they're not feeling too hot about themselves. And we know what we've been on offense. So it, it this is like, who's going to bring the little heavier pillow to the pillow fight? <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like for me, I, I come that comes down to the quarterback play. And usually if two, mm-hmm. big, two teams are equal, in this case, they're both equally bad. Who has the better quarterback? Yeah. It's Wilson right now. And then the yeah, other one, you look it, it at is. who has the better coaching staff. And I think by far, oh, you yeah. got to say who's going to win this chess match, Peyton right. or Eberflus, and mm-hmm. I got to go with Peyton. This is why I'm taking the Broncos this week. It hurts to do. I know. know but uh, I know. So mm-hmm. do you think the Bears have any chance at this one? I mean, you know, it's the NFL. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the NFL. You always got a chance. I mean yeah. – but but what I, you know, I'm with you. I just don't. I don't, man, dude. I, I hate to say this because it's so early in the season. I'm kind of out on. I'm out on those guys, man. Like the, I'm talking about the coaching staff. Yeah, I'm I'm out on them, man. I, I I just don't. I don't know if they have the answers. You know what I mean? And and dude, I I. I've been watching the Bears, you know, this a long time. This is the earliest I think I've ever been out on a Bears team. And and what 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 I think part of the reason was this is my 
I'm going to get a little spill here. This is what my, I think, this is what's disappointing and why it's so painful to watch this, particularly as a Bears fan. So you have Ryan Poles, he comes in, he hires this guy. It's not like he has not given the coach everything he's asked for. You know what I mean? We went out and how many uh, second uh, second round draft picks are we invested on the defense? Yeah. How many? How many? How many free agents have we invested on the defense? How many? You know what I mean? How many things have we given that that, that was supposed to be like? All right, I need this. I need this, and for you to sit there and still be a top three worst defense in the NFL. It, it it's it's an indictment on 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 the coach and 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 I'm I'm not a I don't like doing that throwing coaches under the bus or whatever but it's when you see these results it's kind of got to be that and yes there's been injuries yes there's been you know players not playing well but for you to be this bad with all of that it's it's really eye opening and and shocking and. I don't know, man. It's just I, I can't find a lot to be positive. And I really I mean, you know, the Bears, they're gonna win the game this year because the NFL, somebody shows up sleepwalking. Yeah. I mean, it's the NFL. Any given Sunday is a true is a true statement. So could they win this weekend? Sure, they could. You know, they really could. I'm just hoping if they if it if they do lose, I hope I'm hoping to see like some kind of nugget of light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For me, it's like, if you're going to go, we talked about earlier, this day and age, you know, you got to have an offensive guy. So if you're going to go buck the trend and go with a defensive head coach, then your defense better show some improvement and then show a, a sign of life. And right now this defense has no pulse. It seems to have regressed, even though you got more talent around it, which is, you know, the offense too. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think on that note, I think we're going to, we're going to, we're going to shut this puppy down. Dave, I want to appreciate you coming well, in. One, you got one, one more one point. Thing, what do you got? Thing. What do you got? One Bring more point. I think it cannot be understated how much the injury to Kyle, uh, Kyler Gordon has hurt their defense, too. That's a huge piece to this defense. And I, I can't think it, it cannot be understated enough. It doesn't cover up everything, but that's like their key piece is missing off their defense. So maybe that's a little ray of light we can look forward to yeah he's due to come off ir if his hand is healed enough he did have surgery the after the packers game so if he's able to come off ir it'll be after their thursday night against washington so the following week um tevin jenkins is due to come off ir after this game if, if he's able to so they're getting a couple guys back a couple key pieces of that team but the coaching staff's got to change you know the the stubbornness we're seeing from them the inflexibility you know you got to put your guys in, in a better situation so but this is fun, man. We, we got to do this more often. On, on oh, air. Always, I mean, not, we always do this. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys checking in here. Uh, Second City Gridiron, make sure you guys stick with us. We have got post-game show coming up after the game. Bill Zimmerman, and I believe this week he has uh, Kyrie Thompson uh, guesting with him. Of course, I'll be back here on the channel, uh, Baron Balanced with JB. Um, Dr. Mason West will be back in his normal spot. Uh, Bill Zimmerman's Bears banter. Taylor Dahl's making monsters. She just had a uh, profile with Jatiree Carter. She talked to his high school football coach. Kind of cool hearing the story, especially when a team's bad. You got to find those little things to root for. So look, she just talked about, I talked about Billings. She had Billings episode two weeks ago. 
to Tyree Carter this week. So it's kind of good to hear these these stories. Then I will also be uh, media casting the Bears Broncos game tomorrow on the Pro Sports Fan app. Uh, we did the Packers game was kind of interesting. It was the first one. Uh, the way the there's three of Bears teams. I'll be back with it this week uh, tomorrow. So if you got Apple Play, uh, Google, it's on both apps now. Get the app for the phone. Pro Sports fans. I'll be talking the game. Uh, come join us because you can jump in the chat with us. You can jump on air with us too. We'll do like people come in and talk. So Pro Sports Fans app, that's it. For Coach Dave, for me, until next time, bear down, my friends. Bear down. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.